shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. As now, you work to grow Phil your business, Benelli. who's working with you? We all have issues right now with employees folks who are going to show up on time. What's the solution? Hey, we're going to talk about a great solution to that today. I am here very blessed today to have three lovely and wonderful guests. Um, And we're going to talk about work-based learning and um, just career and student development in Hall County. Joining me here today, uh, the dynamic trio, Michelle Logan, a longtime friend and a business partner, uh, with Workforce Strategies Group. Shelly, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Phil. We have Miss Rhonda Samples, the queen of career and technical education in Hall County. Her formal title is Executive Director of Career, Technical, and Agricultural uh, Education. She has another title, too, but it's just too long. She has so much. She does so much. We'll just call her the queen. And last but certainly not least, we've got Miss Carla Swafford, an assistant... Um, an assistant superintendent for Hall County Schools, and if not more, perhaps more importantly, a work-based learning mom of Jackson Swafford. So thank you, ladies, for being here. Thank you thank for you. having us. All right, so we're here talking about work-based learning, career and technical education, um, and I want to talk about it from a couple different angles. First off, how we're providing the workforce that our companies need, right? So we're providing that. We're bringing up this generation of workforce. And we've got some great students, and we're teaching them the soft skills that people need while giving them the opportunity to learn career skills. Uh, so that's number one. But then, hey, I want to hear it not just from – I want you all, uh, business owners and folks in, in the audience, to hear not just – how we're developing students and future workforce, but you parents out there, the opportunity for you. And we're going to hear some stories from Carla about um, how it's impacted her son. So, Rhonda, we're going to start with you. Tell us about, just pretend our audience knows nothing about work-based learning and the myriad of things that Hall County is doing to prepare students and interact with the workforce. Break it down for us, right from the source. What all is going on? to prepare our students for the for the workforce? Well, first of all, in our district, we offer over 60 career and technical and agricultural education pathways. Oof. And so students have a lot of variety to try to find their interests and to find that passion. And so with Hall County Schools, we encourage students to pick a pathway, to try a pathway, and to try to find that passion. Um, We hope that students will complete the pathway. A pathway is made up of three individual classes. And so they start out with an introductory class, and then they advance to a second class. And then they have their third level as they complete that pathway is a little bit more advanced. After they complete that pathway, we hope they do a capstone experience. And -hmm. that capstone experience is work-based learning. And that's where they can take all of those skills outside that classroom into the community and put it all together. All right. So tell us a little bit more about the capstone. What does that look like? What does the work-based learning experience look like? Well, first of all, for them to be, they apply to the program. They must be at least 16 years of age, and they must have completed at least 
one career tech class. They don't have to completely have finished the pathway. Um, they should have good attendance and they should um, not have any behavioral issues or anything. So they apply to their work-based learning coordinator. We have a full-time work-based learning coordinator at each of our high schools that can help them. And so they fill out that application. That work-based learning coordinator takes it from there, and they're willing to sit down with the student and look at what they've done, try to find out what might be some of their interests. And then once they learn that, then that work-based learning coordinator can help place that student out in the community with a business and industry partner. Um, during their work-based learning experience, they'll get they'll continue to hone in on their employability skills, and mm -hmm. they'll have that work-based learning coordinator that is right there by their side throughout that whole experience. That work-based learning coordinator goes out and visits them on the job. They work close to close with their mentor on the work-based learning site. And currently, we probably have around approximately 900 work-based learning students, <laughs> and probably over the years, we probably have over 2,000 partners in the community that we have partnered with with work-based learning experiences. Wow. So um, this benefits the student because they get to learn, hey, you know, I, I, I always tell young people, like, I'll go speak at schools and I'll ask, what do you want to do when you grow up? And there's like three or four things people commonly say because they just don't know the multitude of careers that are out there. I certainly didn't when I was a youngster. So they get to learn. They say, hey, I'm interested in this, one of these 60 pathways. And then you're matching them up so they could go and get their hands dirty and really see. And also the company who's making this partnership and this investment, they get, if it's a good student, it's a good fit. They're finding future employees and that has happened a lot hasn't it correct that's one of the things we're most proud of is how we have started students as a junior or a senior and once they graduate they found that love and they found that passion and so those employers want to keep them and so most employers will even help sponsor their education or we've had lots of students that go ahead and sign full-time with that employer. So that is the success story of our program for sure. Mm. If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, uh, we're here talking workforce development, specifically work-based learning uh, with Rhonda Samples. Uh, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, and I'll tell you, I have had a work-based learning student. It was a fantastic experience, and um, it was great uh, for a variety of reasons. A, Brian was his name. He did great work for me. I loved having Brian there. He was very diligent. I was so impressed. You, know, you hear all these things about the next generation. Oh, they don't work hard, blah, blah, Now, Brian. Brian got it done, as do the other work-based learning students. Secondly, I loved having the youthful energy and excitement to learn of Brian. It was reinvigorating. I'm a pretty energetic guy, but it was great. He was so excited. He was working on the farm, and I mean, I've never seen somebody so pumped about running some barbed wire fence, let me tell you. I think he liked wearing the cowboy hat and gloves, uh, as do I. But um, so so it provided a lot of benefit for me. And then I was proud to see Brian go on and continue his education. He's in tech school right now and pursuing a career in construction. I'm like pumped for him. So it's just, it's just cool to have him as part of the story. Um, so yeah, all these folks that have now, they're now working in the industry for the company that they met through work-based learning. So just listen to this business owners. Imagine if you're having a hard time finding good employees, you can somewhat create one. You can find this very moldable young person who's excited about your industry 
and you could teach them your ways. You you know, and they're getting taught employability skills, the soft skills. They've got someone who think about if it was like a temp agency, but there's somebody back at the school who's holding them accountable, making sure they do the things that they are supposed to do with showing up on time and being professional, etc. So I love it. How many folks are we even allowed to say? How many folks have gone to Kubota? I always hear Kubota at the chamber meetings have hired so many work-based learning students. Oh, every year we have students that work for Kubota, and Kubota is our advocate. Phil Sutton is great. He is the one that has opened the doors with other manufacturing companies because companies would say, oh, I can't put them to work. They're not 18 years of age. And so we can, and they can go to work because they're they're going through a structured work-based learning program with the school system. And so... Kubota has just been great. Probably 15 to 20 students each year, and they will place as many students as we can send to them. So if I'm a business owner and I'm out there listening to this, uh, and I think I want to learn more, what should they do? Should they call the school closest to them, go to a website? What's their next step? Well, we have a website. It's hallcowbl.org. They can certainly go on the website, and there's a button there that says, I want to partner. They can fill that out. Somebody will be in touch, or they can contact any school. All of our high schools have a work-based learning coordinator, or they can contact the main office on Green Street and ask for Rhonda Samples. Uh, well, well, that's what I would do. If I were you, uh, and I want to work-based learning soon, I'd go with option three because you get, you get the opportunity to speak with Ron the Samples, and that's always a delight. All right, uh, when we come back from our break here on North Georgia Business Radio X, we're going to hand the mic to Shelly Logan and learn more about Workforce Strategies Group. got a strategy for sales hopefully you've got a strategy to increase your efficiencies hopefully what's your strategy for your workforce hey if you don't have one don't worry we've got shelly right here from workforce strategies group i'm your host phil benelli welcome back to north georgia business radio shelly welcome to the show thanks phil so tell us a little bit about the great work you do at workforce strategies group well i'm gonna tag on to Rhonda's queen explanation of work-based learning and just say right before that okay not when i'm 16 17 18 years old but you know a little before that when i'm 14 or so okay i might be really wondering what in the world am i going to do and you said there's like three answers right they all say i want to be a fireman a doctor, a teacher, and maybe a YouTube star. I was going to say, that's the fourth one that's been added is a YouTube, YouTube influencer. Star. Yes. yes, please know what you're going to do, right? But we want to open up their eyes to see more of the opportunity just in every career path that there is, but also specifically here in Hall County. So for several years now, uh, the Greater Hall Chamber has partnered with the Hall County School System and the Gainesville City School System for the Career Path Fair. And we just finished it a couple of months ago where all the seventh graders, do you know how many seventh graders there are? Oodles and boodles. Oodles and boodles, which means over 2,000. Yes. Uh, They all got to visit with about four 
uh, companies that represent the career path that they're interested in. And they did this at all of our colleges that we're fortunate to have in this community. And so that opens their eyes to all the different types of careers that they can have here locally. Mm -hmm. And then it feeds them in to that work-based learning thing. So at Workforce Strategies Group, we're all about the workforce development pipeline, right? So we're going to start super early. And then we want to make sure they have that experience in high school and then we're going to go past that to the technical college or other college or other training and then so on. Because uh, we're all, I mean, you, me, all of us here at this table know that we have to keep learning because there's mm. so much opportunity and so many ways to apply it once we know what our talent and skills are. Yes. And learning is so fun once you're applying it towards something that you're excited about. And I'm excited about workforce development. I can tell. <laughs> and I love that. So, all right. So I know about the career path fair, which by the way, I love. Um, and if I'm a business out there, I can participate in the career path fair, correct? Actually even have a video of you participating. If you need to know it's on social media. Out there. All right. But yes, um, I believe we had something like 70 businesses, all Hall County companies. Okay. Um, and yes, they absolutely participated half days. So they really gave of their time because obviously that shows that they see the value in what the school systems are providing. And then, like you said, leading into careers because they need those people sooner than you think. I love that the career path fair, you know, when I think about my time in school, I think about you know, career fair that was just wandering around aimlessly with <laughs> booths full of things I didn't know anything about. And I like that this is more focused, right? They have picked, you know, they have generated some level of interest in something. Sure. And they're hearing targeted about those. And I love that you're starting early because, hey, I'm in seventh grade. I think I like this. Now I have an opportunity to learn. And maybe through learning, I find out, yes, I do love this. And here's a path for me. Maybe I find out, Ooh, I thought I want to be a nurse because I heard that was cool. But golly, I really don't like the sight of blood. Maybe that's <laughs> not going to work for me. And now I know. Right. Instead of waiting till I'm two years right. into a four-year degree. Which is something we would like to avoid when we're looking at that workforce development pipeline, right? Because you don't want to waste time. I don't know that it's necessarily wasted because you're always going to be learning, even if you're learning what you don't want to do. Right. But we would like to bring people along so that by the time that they're 25, they are literally in and building a career Mm. rather than just trying to figure out what that might be. Mm. I love it. If you are just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli. Very blessed today to be with really the trifecta of workforce development in the Hall County. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But speaking um, with Shelly Logan, and um, you've... I've heard the word passion a little bit uh, throughout the day, and I just love that we are putting so much concerted effort through partners directly through the school system to help students find their passion, and you can't find it without being exposed to it. And, I I mean, I have so much fulfillment in life from doing vocation, doing work that I'm passionate about, I'm excited about. I love learning about it. I love doing things. Um, And so it's so much more than a paycheck. And you're empowering kids to find that for them. Yeah. Kids and adults. Kids and adults. (laughs) Yes. All right. So you're hitting them early. Mm -hmm. And then what all is the interaction with like the technical college system? Yeah. So um, my business partner and I, uh, Greg, we have um, the management of Georgia Mountains Works. So that's the 13 county effort 
to collaborate and create resources for all of our different partners, uh, specifically for workforce development. We do fo focus on the manufacturing and trades careers. Okay. And uh, that because our partners are not just the employers, not just the school systems and so on, we're all working together, we can create resources that cross across those different um, languages. Yeah. Because when you're a business owner, you speak a certain language. When you're an educator, you speak a certain language. When you are the worker, you speak a certain language. And so uh, crossing over all of that, creating resources that every mm. audience can use to build those workforce development skills mm. so that I make more money when I'm that employee and yeah. keep growing my career. Yeah. And so I'm making more money for my employer. It's just a win, win, win. I love that. So you're, you're coordinating. There's all these resources and there's all these opportunities and you're helping to coordinate and bring those together. Right. So our partners uh, recently said we really need uh, very specific defined supervisor skills. So now at Linear Tech wow. in uh, August, we'll start our second cohort of up and coming supervisors that come to class for 12 weeks and really learn. So that's the adult side of things. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, if I am a business owner, I'm in an industry, uh, and I'm or a business leader, and I'm thinking, boy, I know an, an issue that we need to tackle. They need to contact you. Absolutely, because, well, I'm like you. I love talking to people, and I love to hear their passions. And with passions, also come opportunities to solve problems. Mm. And so, to figure out who needs to be at the table and make that happen. Uh, and usually if you have something going on in the workforce, you're not the only one, right? Right. So we can all work together and make things happen. So yeah, that word collaboration, big word. So if um, there's a business leader out there who hasn't had the distinct pleasure of <laughs> interacting with you, how should they get in touch with you? Uh, I'm workforcestrategiesgroup.com. All right. I'm Shelly Logan. Uh, and on Facebook. Facebook and the World Wide Web, the best way to look up is GeorgiaMountainsWorks.com. Okay. And so Georgia Mountain Works is, is that interface, right? Is that the organization that is the interface? Yes, that's the interface and the collaboration of the different uh, audiences. Okay, fantastic. And do you all, I mean, you guys are doing very important work. Where does the funding come from? Do you have customers or do people need to give you? <laughs> people always want to know that. How yeah. in the world? Um, so, yes, it's one of those quasi-government things. Okay. So WIOA, which is federal money, okay. passes through all the way through the Technical College System of Georgia, okay. which passes through to uh, WorkSource Georgia Mountains, which okay. comes to Workforce Strategies Group to operate this collaboration. Well, I'm so glad that it does. Yes, me too. This makes me feel good yeah, about my tax dollars. Yeah, we're in year four, so... We're having a good time. And you were at the chamber. I was for about 20 years. Wow. I know, forever. And you worked with businesses there. Yes. Existing industry. Well, yeah. And that's how this came about, really, because like you say, the word passion. I was working with the industry. Workforce development was their biggest need. And I developed a passion for that. And it just kept growing. So when I think of all the key players. Oh, my uh, goodness. There's so many. There's so many. There's school system, technical college system, our Four-year universities. Absolutely, yes. Uh, the Chamber. Yes. Obviously, industry. Yes. I'm trying to think of any I'm missing in the last 20 seconds for a break oh, There's here. so many services as so well. So many services, right. All right. When we come back from the break, we are going to hear 
straight from the horse's mouth. We're going to hear from a mom of a work-based learning student, a great success story. And uh, I'm excited about it, and you will be too. So join us after this break on uh, Business Radio X. does your son or daughter want to do with their career? Is that a tough question? Boy, it can be. Hey, we're going to hear a great story now from a mom of a great work-based learning success story about her experiences. Uh, welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, and I'm here with Carla Swafford. She is both an assistant superintendent at Hall County Schools, one of only three. She's kind of a big deal around here. And she's also uh, a mom of a work-based learning student named Jackson Swafford. And from hearing it from her, I mean, just the best work-based learning student there ever has been. That's correct. He sounds delightful. I like him. I think I'll keep him. Good. And he's 21. He'll be 21 next month. All right. So what's he doing today? What's Jackson up to? Jackson is a diesel mechanic. All right. And he works... Can I say where he works? He works at Ideal up in Cleveland, Georgia. Oh, great. And he loves what he does every day. He comes home with, first of all, he comes home head to toe covered in grease, but he comes home grinning ear to ear. And to me, as a mom, that is the one thing that Mm. I want for my kid. I want for him to love what he's doing and to be comfortable financially doing it. And everything that he has been able to do so far in his school career and with work-based learning and then going to Lanier Tech, all of those things have culminated in his being a really, really well-rounded, happy kid. And that just makes me proud. Yeah. If you love what you do, 40 and 50 hours a week, that sure helps. That's exactly right. Especially if you can pay your bills. That's helpful, too. Yes. It's helpful, too. Um, All right. So tell us, how did this journey start? He's 21 now. He's in career, doing great. When did he start to get an interest in uh, diesel mechanicry? What's so interesting is that um, I figured out when he was about 18 months old that he kind of had this whole spatial intelligence thing going on. He would build patterns out of coasters and pine cones. And and I could just see the inner workings um, in his brain. And um, I'm going to brag a little bit because Please I do. Can. So as a kindergartner, he was found eligible for the gifted program at school. And and that's a pretty big deal for such a young kiddo. And so um, he he was a fast reader and, you know, math was always something that he enjoyed doing. But as he got older, school wasn't really as as something that wasn't something that inspired him the way that it did me. I'm a lifelong learner. I have I would probably go to college till the day I <laughs> go to the grave if somebody would let me. And so that I like school. School has always worked for me. It did not necessarily um, ignite the passion side him the way that it does for some others. And so he had he had this spatial and um, design intelligence mm. about him. 
And so he actually went to the Da Vinci Academy, which is one of our programs of choice in the Hall County School District, which is a fantastic program. Mm -hmm. And then um, as an eighth grader, decided to leave Da Vinci because he could come back to um, one of our traditional middle schools and actually start on an engineering pathway. Wow. That's what he thought he wanted to be, was an engineer. And his older brother is an engineer, and so that's what he thought he wanted to do with his life. And so um, he actually took his first engineering course as an eighth grader for high school credit, which is another wonderful thing that Hall County Schools offers. We offer lots of ways for students to earn high school credits, even as middle schoolers, and begin their career pathways. Wow. And then as a ninth grader, um, he continued on that pathway. And then by the time he was a junior, he was like, Mom, instead of doing dual enrollment, I want to do work-based learning. I was like, dude, that sounds fantastic to me. Get in there, get some work skills. And it's not just about learning how to be an engineer, for example, in his case, but it's also about learning those soft skills. How do you interact with other adults? How do you um, make sure that you're coming to work every day and meeting the expectations that your employer has set for you, that you're there on time, that you are a team player, that you are collaborative? These are the skills that our I believe our business leaders are looking for in their employees today. And so Jackson got a position working in the engineering department of a a local company. And he looked at me one day and he said, Mom, what I do is fun, but I don't want to sit behind a computer all day. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, that's kind of what being an engineer is going to be for a large portion of your time. And he said, well, I don't think that's what I want to do. And so that's when he began really thinking about how else could he use that that technical knowledge that he had. And so he said, I, I want to be a diesel mechanic. And I was so relieved that he found something that he was really passionate about. So had it not been for his work-based learning experience, his junior year in high school, he would have applied to a four-year engineering school. Yep. He would have gone to school and potentially been miserable doing something that really didn't ignite him inside. And all the debt from college or having to pay all of that for four years and then end up not being what he wanted to do. So he found a position, a different position, actually at an auto repair shop in Flowery Branch, fell in love with it, Mm. graduated from high school, and he is a 2020 graduate of West Hall High School. And then he went to Lanier Tech, and he has a diploma in diesel technology from Lanier Tech, and he is a happy camper. And that makes this mom very, very proud and very happy for him. I just love that. If you're if you're just joining us here on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host Phil Benelli, and we're just we're talking about work-based learning, career development, and some great stories. And so he learned as a junior in high school um, what he wanted to do, and that what he was convinced he had wanted to do was not it. If it was not for work-based learning, I don't think it's. Uh, out of bounds to imagine, it might not have been till he was a junior in college. Yes. Till he would have got an internship doing the same caliber of work in that field to then learn. And by then, he might have, you know, had so much into it, he would have made the wrong sunk cost analysis and said, well, I guess I'll be an engineer. I've been down this path. Mm-hmm. Mom has been paying for my apartment here. Uh, and I just don't want to let her down. And um, I'm going to I'm going to stay doing it. And how fantastic that that's not what happened. Uh, I tell you what, you can't learn truly without doing. You could read stuff in a book and you should. You can listen to things on a podcast or audio book and you should. But they really hit home when you can apply them. And how wonderful that in Hall County, 
we are giving students the opportunity to go and do and learn. That's fantastic. Um, so you're proud of him. Yes. He, he's working. He's, he's out there doing it. Um, anything that if, if I'm a, a parent uh, and I have a student who I think, wow, I want to encourage them to do work-based learning, anything you want to tell them? Absolutely. Encourage your student to follow whatever their passions are. And don't think that because they um, have a certain intellectual level or they have a certain um, expertise in, in one area or just assume that they're going to follow the path that you follow. Mm-hmm. Because what's right for me is not going to be what's right for him and what's right for you is not going to be what's right for your child. But to really listen to your child and help them explore and to talk through and to think about what makes them happy and what's going to be something that they can can do long term and be productive and not end up at 40 years old in a midlife crisis because they're miserable at work. Nobody wants that for our student, for our children. And so um, listening to your kids and giving them the opportunity to explore those passions. I love that. And one thing I, I would take away from listening to you and my kiddos are younger, they're 11, 9, 7, and 5, uh, is just your embracing of who they are. Yes. And wanting the best for them. And yet, like you love education. Mm-hmm. You've got a high degree of education, a formal, you know, setting. It, it takes probably some graduate work, I'm sure, to be an assistant superintendent. And you could have said, no, you were, and you're a gifted student. You are, uh, you know, in this special, you are going to go for your school and get a master's and be an engineer. Well, he's got a great career. He's yes. making good money. Yes. He's using his brain, which is obviously a high-functioning brain, doing diesel mechanic work, and there's great, and he can he learned through these career pathways yes. where he could make a good living and make a good impact using who God made him to be. So encourage your students, and I would just say, you know, parents, and this is to me too, encourage them to go and do their utmost with who they are, and don't be married to who you think they're supposed to be vocationally. There's a lot of pathways out there. And um, there's all sorts of things he could do from being the greatest diesel mechanic around. He might own his own mechanic shop, be a consultant, who knows? All right, we're going to wrap this all up, put it together, when we come back from this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. go from here. If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the great material. If you are looking for employees, if you have a student in your life who you want great things for, or really even if you're looking for a career change yourself and want to know how to reinvent or get some new skills, go back and listen. Uh, Thank you for being with us on North Georgia Business Radio X. I am your host, Phil Benelli, here with Shelly Logan, uh, business partner at Workforce Strategies Group, Carla Swafford, assistant superintendent at Howell County Schools, and mom of, I mean, sounds like just one of the best young men out there, Jackson. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's taken or not, ladies, but if you, he's 21, <laughs> he's uh, talented, gainfully employed, you should go, you know, go meet him. I, again, I don't know if he's single or not, but it's worth a, a gamble for a guy like that. It's like, and the queen of, uh, 
workforce development, career and technical education, Miss Rhonda Samples. So we've heard so many great things that are going on. I love Hall County. I love Northeast Georgia. And we've got a lot of powerful things for our students, for our employers. And we've heard a lot of success stories, and there are multitudes more we, we just don't have time for today. But if you think of the future of workforce development, what are some things that you see that might be different? Or what's a wish list of things that you wish we could do? And maybe we've got some potential partners listening on the radio who could help out. I wish... Yes, Shelley. That there was a continuum okay. of education and skill development, meaning that if I'm a student and become a gainfully employed adult, that I start as a student and have education and then go with work and education through workforce, excuse me, work-based learning, and then I'm employed, but it doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. It's not just that I'm employed and get paid and occasionally go get some extra training, but that I would start my employment with education at the same time through apprenticeship or some sort of structured program so that my uh, pathway to success would just open up greatly. All right. So more of an apprenticeship model. Right. The the continuum of it, because there is definitely, it happens all the time, employment and education. But if we can put those two together and not let there be a break, the Mm. growth pattern is just phenomenal. I love that. What do we need to do to get that going? So much partnership, so much collaboration, so much vision, and, uh, you know, just the willingness and momentum to keep it going. Because it does it does take a lot of work from a lot of different people. A lot of work. And whenever you're improving something and growing, especially when you're involving a large number of partners, you inherently create additional problems. <laughs> and, and that is just what it is. And we should expect that. We should expect that is going to happen and just embrace that because if you're growing, you'll create new problems because you're solving old problems. So if you're a a potential partner uh, that could fit into that out there, dive right in. Don't be afraid of the problems because it takes that to get to the next level. And Shelly is a next level sort of lady. Oh, thanks. Well, Well, and if you're a partner, then you already have that problem solving mindset anyway. So we're just going to work together and make it. Yes. Make it work. Uh, so the focus is on manufacturing. I yes, think that said. is my focus. Yes. And trade careers. Manufacturing trade careers. Where do you see the biggest gap? If I, if, if I was going to say, okay, where in the trades are we lacking folks the most in Northeast Georgia? What would that be? Oh, I hate to use this, but I'm going to. Okay. The do answer it. is yes. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. All of the above. We need so much skill. Yes. Uh, And that doesn't mean knowing how to do one thing. That is a lot of skill, a lot of high tech skill, a lot of problem solving and teamwork, Mm. um, which not everybody has the ability. So if you're that person that you think you might have that ability, this might be a career for you because not only is there a lot of employment opportunity here in Hall County, um, I think it's 30 something percent of employment here in Hall County is in manufacturing. Wow. Yeah. Great. I mean, you know, a third of the pie right um but also you have the educational opportunity uh we do the top 10 uh occupational priorities from the actual employers every year uh quality technician uh comes up every year so there is a quality apprenticeship now all right and then a new one that popped up last year was robotic technician so you know all those kids on those robotic teams at every high school 
or at least there should be at every high school. There's your career right there. Wow. They're looking for you. So every year you do a survey with employers, mm -hmm. and then you are directly interacting with the career and technical college system yes. to put that into practice. Yeah, that's how the quality technician apprenticeship came about. It's a two-year apprenticeship. It's at Lanier Technical College, and it's for people that are already employed at these companies, that their company looks at that person and says, you have the talent and the mindset to grow in this career, so we're going to send you and uh, pay for your education and grow you. So we're on our third cohort of those students from all different companies. I love that because, you know, the fear that you have of any of these programs and systems is that, hey, are we missing the target because this was created seven years ago and now things have changed, but you're constantly refining and updating it. Continuous improvement Continuous is a favorite term in manufacturing. Kaizen. There you go. Wow. You know the language. A little bit. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, we're so glad you're here. Uh, go back and listen to the earlier segments. There is some great information about workforce development, getting your uh, student or yourself prepared for things in the workforce, um, and a lot of great resources. Rhonda, when it comes to the Hall County Schools, when I think of something that's always a need, I think there's always a need for more partners, right? Industry partners. Always a need for more partners. Always a need. Are there some specific industries that maybe we have a lot of students interested in, but we generally have a delta that we just don't have enough industry partners in? Well, we have a lot of students that are interested in healthcare. Okay. So over the years, we've grown our healthcare, but then we have students that want to be lawyers and students that want to go into um, embalming and just very um, specific. I didn't um, think of that one. Yes. <laughs> different careers. So. When you have around almost a thousand students, you've always got a student interested in all kinds of areas. So we're always looking for new partners. Always Every looking. year, something new comes up that we need partners with. All right. And so you didn't ask my wish. Well, I, well it was out there for anybody. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you what my wish Please is. Please do. Okay. So I'm known as the career tech cheerleader in our district. So my wish would be is that every student would graduate with a career technical pathway completed and a work-based learning internship because phil in the future every student's got to be career ready and right. every student's going to have a career right. and this is a way to help prepare those students yes we all desperately hope they'll have a career unless they could be a career on their mom's couch in her basement no and we don't want no. that we prefer no. that not. we prefer that to not happen Correct. we don't want that uh, and, you know, I tell you what, it, the, having gainful employment that you uh, enjoy and that fits with your skills and abilities, that solves so many problems, right? If you are, if you're not needing escape from your everyday because you enjoy what you do, you're much less likely to seek escape in drugs and alcohol. Uh, if you're providing for yourself at a meaningful level, you're much less likely to commit crimes, if you don't do drugs and alcohol, you're less likely to commit crimes. So there's just so many things from having a job. If you are out there and you run a business and you're not engaged with the schools, and you're not doing work-based learning, again, I would encourage you to do so. Um, is there difficulty that can come about from having a student? You've got to show them what to do. Are they going to be on their phone all the time? You have all these questions. Give it a whirl. There's great students out there. Uh, use them. 
and check it out. You will be so glad that you did, and you really are doing a, a great community good along with getting wonderful help and perhaps training a future leader of your company. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. So as we end the segment, we're going to do our wrap-up. Rhonda, each of you, if you could give me, what are we going to wrap about today? Anything? Well, I don't know. Business partners are important Business for work-based learning. Partners. Parents. You need to get your students prepared and students given the opportunity outside the classroom and earn some money. To earn some money. All right. What about you? Cake batter ice cream. Cake batter ice cream. That's a winner. Okay. Well, we'll just go with that. It's intended to be a challenge for you today. Here we go. All right. Thank goodness I got three on my team. These three lovely ladies like cake batter and ice cream. We got business. They need to partner up like I got an ice cream smoothie in the cup. And parents, get your students in WBL. Students listen to what they say. Hopefully they won't yell. Work-based learning in Hall County is great. If you need a couple students, get three, four, or eight. That's what we have. Thank you for joining us for Work-Based Learning. I'm your host, Phil Benelli. So thankful to have our lovely guest. And get a Work-Based Learning student. North Georgia Business Radio X. Been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses. <laughs>